Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of 15 Minute You. I'm Evan Wazork, and that's my brother Matt. We are not Penn State. <laughs> We're here to bring you a recap of everything that happened in college football last week and a look ahead at next week in hopefully 15 minutes. Although, folks, probably not this episode. It's a very special episode today. We do not have to do two episodes this week because the final, absolutely final, college football playoff rankings are out. Matthew, why don't you step us through what the landscape looks like? All right. When I call your name, please say here. Number one, Alabama. Two, Clemson. Three, Ohio State. Four, Washington. Five, Penn State. Six, Michigan. Seven, Oklahoma. Eight, Wisconsin. Nine, USC. Ten, Colorado. 11, Florida State, 12, Oklahoma State, 13, Louisville, 14, Auburn, 15, row the vote, Western Michigan, row it. West Virginia, 17, Florida, 18, Stanford, 19, Utah, 20, LSU, 21, Tennessee, 22, Virginia Tech, 23, Pittsburgh, 24, Temple, and rounding out the final ranking, number 25, the midshipmen, Navy. RIP to Houston, who is no longer ranked in the college football playoff. Sad to see it go. Sad to see it go. Hot start, cold finish. <laughs> Welcome to the party, though. The AAC champions, Temple. Hoot! Hoot! I think that's someone, what they say. Someone smart is going to eventually say Matt Rule's name in this whole like coaching carousel that we keep talking about. We're seeing jobs open up. Purdue is yep. still open. Cincinnati is still open. Matt Rule, Temple has 10 wins. They're going to get in the mix. So looking at our top 25 party, would you send anyone out for a beer run, Evan? Well, you know, there are the usual suspects always lurking. Like, I understand Florida State's always going to be ranked, but, like, why are they ranked so high? Tennessee, similar. What are you doing here? But if I had to peg just one team, and I'll say one team that's not a usual suspect, I think I'm going to go Florida, four losses and a spanking. And, you know, they just kind of stumbled into that SEC game. It wasn't like they were out there getting it the whole – they got pounded by Florida State. They got yep. pounded by Alabama. So, Gators, come back with some beer, please. Yeah, at least a 30-pack. <laughs> if they don't, Tennessee, you're going next. You guys lost to Vanderbilt most recently, and then you moved up a spot. I have no idea how that works. Yeah. So, let's focus in on the top four, though. So, the, the playoff is set. We got number one Alabama yep. match up against number four Washington, and then we're going to see number two Clemson against number three Ohio State. One thing I've been thinking of going through the articles and reactions – selection show we gotta stop trying to formulize how to get into the playoff what we see with the top four here is that the committee considers three big things number one record two strength of schedule three conference championships you can't just be undefeated a la western michigan you cannot just have a strong strength of schedule and you cannot just be a conference champion hello penn state Right? You yeah. need to dwell in all three of those categories, and that's going to determine whether you get into the playoff or not. I, I think we see that play out with each of the four teams that was selected. Let's start with record. All four of these teams have the top records in the Power Five conference. Those are our four playoff teams. Like That makes sense. Alabama's number one. They're the only undefeated team. That makes sense. Strength of schedule. This helped Ohio State get into the playoff. Yep. They defeated Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and Michigan, all top ten teams. And then conference championships also played a role in the selection. It helped Clemson jump Ohio State for the number two spot. And then it also helps Wisconsin, or excuse me, Washington kind of firm up that four spot, separating themselves from Penn State, 
uh, and Michigan, even though Washington overall had a pretty weak strength of schedule. Yeah. So, Evan, your reactions. Is the selection fair, and did we pick the right teams? I think the answers to those two questions could be different. What do you think? Well, first I want to say I felt a little silly late last night thinking about all the work we put into all those different contingency plans, um, and then it was just the exact same four teams. Didn't need them. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need all that work we did. I will say, I think a lot of our plans rested in the fact that one, some team would lose a conference game. We weren't sure which one. I mean, statistically speaking, looking at the past, that's not a bad assumption that one team is going to lose, and then thus chaos. So that's where I think we went wrong. I think it's the fairest selection. I don't know if it's the right teams. I think Penn State definitely has an argument. Do I think perhaps the committee selected conference champions because then they don't want to go down the rabbit hole of like, well, what's the point of even having a conference in the first place if we're not going to respect conference champions? Questions like that. Ferris, not... I, I could go either way. You could make an argument either way. I, I'm not going to shut down Penn State fans and say you have no argument to be in the playoff. It's just, you know, we, we talked about this earlier, the number of teams restricts who gets in. So even if we did explain it, explain it to 8, 10, you know, then we just have these arguments at 11 and 12. Instead well, but Evan, but go back to what I said at the beginning. I mean, what's record, strength of schedule, conference champions? Penn State has one of those. They're a conference champion. Yeah. I don't know that they have a particularly strong strength of schedule. I, so you don't think playing in the Big Ten they don't have a strong strength of schedule? They do within the Big Ten. Out of conference, though, you True. lost to Pitt. was one of your two out-of-conference games that you scheduled, and you played two other middle school teams. And then you don't have a good record. You have two losses. Washington has one loss. Like in the record column, Washington beats them. Yeah. Right? You, they do well in all three of those. They just didn't do well in strength of schedule and record compared to what Washington did in the conference and in Washington's record. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of conference championships, though, you were actually at the Pac-12 championship game. Tell us about that. How was Santa Clara? Yeah, it was a good time. I wore my Michigan gear, so that was, you know, may not have been the strongest decision. That did what? not that did not endear me to a lot of the fans. Uh, the Washington fans knew that I was instantly rooting against their team. And then some of the Colorado fans were still a little upset about that loss at the big house. I won't repeat what he was saying to me, but there was a drunk Colorado fan before the game, like literally trying to fight me outside the stadium. I was like, oh, God. I was like okay, were you, guy. Were you drinking before the game? I was not. I had to drive. So. Okay, Evan Confrontation is probably not drunk Evan strong suit. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. But, I, you know, you would have been very proud of me. I was very mature about the whole situation. I just walked away. I will say one awesome thing is Colorado fans wear, like, hats that look like buffalo heads. Like Fred yeah. Flintstone wears when he goes to those, those water buffalo meetings. Like, they have those. It's sweet. Yep. I would definitely want to wear one if any of our fans want to send us one. Just saying. <laughs> But I was actually able to interview some people. Thought we'd bring them on the pod, you know. I was out and about amongst the people. Yeah, so I interviewed a bunch of people. For the sake of brevity, we picked two. This first guy, his name's Mike. I met him buying a beer right after halftime. Let's listen to what he has to say. All right, folks, so I'm here with Washington fan Michael Fisher. All right, Mike, what do you think about the game so far? Oh, I love it. You know, big six, start second half, and we're going well. We're doing well. We're doing well. Do you think that uh, Jake Browning's going to get it together in the second half? He hasn't been throwing well. We have been, we've been running the ball. You know, we've been running. 
Brownie, who had 125 yards the first half. Jake Browning, his eyes began to he'll, he'll start throwing. He'll start throwing. Do you have any concerns about the game? Oh, no, no. It'll be 45-7 by the end of the half. Woo! Bold prediction, sir. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. All right. So if our fans are in Seattle, where should they go for a beer? You know, Ryan House is great. Queen Anne Beer Hall. I love it all. But Duke's Chowder House. Shout out to my bartender, Greg, South Lake Union. <laughs> hit, him, hit him up. Hit him up. All right, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Oh, I love it. Thank you very much. All right. So... He alluded to Jake Browning being a Heisman candidate. Man, I think one of my reactions from being at that game is Jake Browning is no longer a Heisman candidate. He really did not play well. He didn't throw a lot of picks or anything, but he just did not make big plays. He had less than 120 yards through three quarters. I don't think you can do that in a championship game and be Heisman. But this last interview I'm going to play was actually two members of the University of Washington marching band. I also caught them right after halftime. So I'm here with two members of the Washington band. I'm here with Angie and Delaney. Okay, and you guys play the Alpha Sax. Okay, I'm sure that means something to someone. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, what do you guys think of the game so far? It's great. Great. We, just we love our dogs and we scored again, so good start to the half. Do you think you can uh, hold it out though? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. It's the dogs. So Jake Browning has not really been throwing as well as usual. What do you prescribe right. that to? Yeah, but Miles is picking yeah. up his spot. He, he so Lebron Coleman. Lebron Coleman's been great this game, so we'll see what he does second half. Yeah. What's the best thing about being in the Washington band? Getting to perform and support the dogs. Yeah, being able to go on all the trips with the team. There you go. All right. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So I will say, with the exception of a couple of bad apples, though, Pac-12, it was a great atmosphere. I enjoyed myself very much. I was, you know, it was my first college football game of the season, so blast nice. to go. I, if they play in Santa Clara next year, I'll probably go again. Yeah, dude, that sounds fun. Let me tell you, those girls in the band know their stuff. Dude, don't sleep on band members. For sure, for sure. That's actually why I wanted to ask them. I was like, well, they've seen every single game. Uh, so they would know the most. But anyways, let's uh, transition into Pick'em. We're at that sad time of the year. We only have one game left of the regular season before bowl season. I am still leading Matthew by four games. Bad time or the best time? Eh, true. Well, depending on how you look at it. means it's almost over. I'm leading by four games, 44 and 24, to Matt's 40 and 28. So you'll need bowl season to catch up with me. We were both 5-3 and three last week, splitting the Pac-12 and the ACC championship games. We both got burned by Navy's loss. And Matt, apparently Cheyenne, Wyoming is not the Death Valley of the West that we thought it was because the San Diego State Aztecs went in there and squeaked out with a victory over the Cowboys. <laughs> That's shocking to me. Sho- I know, shocking. Matt, only one game to pick this week, Army-Navy. Navy is missing starting quarterback Will Worth and wingback Toino Gully. One, how many teams do you think have wingback listed on the depth chart? And two, is this the year Army gets the W in Philly? I think Air Force might be the only other team that also lists a wingback. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's just Navy. It's possible that Army can pull it out. You know, uh, Navy's won every game since 2002. It's the last 14. Woo! Army's going to win it sometime. This is a great rivalry. Uh, their first Absolutely. meeting was November 29, 1890. Overall, Navy leads the series 60-49-7. Unfortunately, you know, we looked at them head-to-head a little bit. The thing that makes me weary about Army, they were just squashed by Notre Dame. Yeah. 44-6. Like, just after squashed. I I really, I I, I typed in Army. I wanted to pick them. I I just can't do it. What about their win at Temple? They didn't beat Temple, right? The AAC champions team. I I agree, and that was part of my argument for it, but that was also week one. So, would it be 
you done for me lately? You got squashed by Notre Dame. Not gonna be able to pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I really would love to see Army win, but like I'm also trying to win this pick 'em thing, so I just can't be like thrown around, you know, my heart over my head like that. So I am also going with the midship. But Matt, before I let you close this out, I did just want to say I interviewed a bunch of people at the stadium. Shout out to all those people. You know, they were great hosts. I do specifically want to give a message to Nate, the Coast Guardsman, because he did subscribe to the podcast. We're gonna okay. use. Nate, we're going to use your interview for our bowl preview episodes coming up, so keep paying attention. And, folks, take Nate's lead. Subscribe to the podcast. More importantly, tell your friends to subscribe to the podcast. Preach. Uh, so, Evan, the holiday season is finally upon us. Uh, and I just have to comment on your Amazon Prime account for this week. I, don't I changed my password. You need to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make more than I do. Sometimes I'm going to sneak on a quick gift. You know, that free shipping, dude. You can't beat that. You really can't. But I did notice that you purchased a Bob Bowlesby fathead. My dude. My dude. <laughs> so, immediately following the release of the final CFP ranking, Bowlesby asked for an explanation of Ohio State and Washington being in the playoff. It's unclear if he means because they got in over the Big 12 or because Ohio State got in over Penn State. He clearly um, meant because of the Big 12. Let me just take any of that doubt out of your mind. That's what he meant. I think. But so if it's a big, if it is a Big Twelve issue over Christmas, can we please splurge on Bowlesby and just send him a copy of the Ohio State drubbing of Oklahoma in Norman? Ohio yes. State walked over Oklahoma in their house. That's the Big 12's best team. Are you serious? They they should not be in the playoffs. Yeah. Now if Bowlesby has an issue with conference champions not getting in, like Oklahoma didn't get in, Penn State also didn't get in even though they won the strongest conference in college football. The thing about the Big Ten Championship game last night is the best two teams didn't play. If you're not convinced of that, remind yourself that Michigan beat both those teams already. And then with the copy of the Ohio State film, let's send them a Michigan film where Michigan drubs Penn State by 39. So, Bob, I hope we're clear enough for you. Not only should Ohio State be in the playoff rank, I think they should be ranked number two. Uh, Clemson, although a champion, lost to Pittsburgh. Are you Agreed. serious about the pit loss? And then he went to overtime with North Carolina State. No, 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 no. Although, that's really frivolous since they're going to sort it out in the Fiesta Bowl. I have two questions back for Bowlesby. If you want to be like the big boys, why didn't you expand the Big 12 this fall? One. Two, why don't you have a championship game already? This whole, like, fake, like, oh, we played on the last week when all the other teams played, so it kind of looks like we have a championship game. No. Nobody's buying that. No. Absolutely not. All right, folks. Uh, that's it for another episode of 15 Minute You. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on iTunes or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. All, all eyes will be on the Army-Navy game this weekend. Salute to every player participating in that game. Thank you. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. <laughs>